What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop, the waviest podcast on the planet from the hood. We do it most good. It's your boy, Oz. You can follow me on Twitter at 10 Stacks. Yeah, this your boy, Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackle 1711. Not the motherfuckers in the barbershop podcast. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Twitter at 2 underscore. Be nice. And on Instagram at be nice 2 underscore. On today's episode, we got to talk about Kevin Durant, Draymond Green. Is it beef? Is it real beef? We also gonna talk about Carmelo Anthony and why is he getting blackballed out the NBA, or is he even getting blackballed at all? Uh, we're probably gonna talk about a little Michigan football, but first, we owe Eric Ebron an apology. We now listen on this show. We're not big on apologizing, man. We say what we gotta say, and if you don't like it, hey, that's your problem. But for the last couple years, we've been saying some things about Eric Ebron. Uh, and, and now we had nothing to do but either shut up or apologize, man. Before, before I issue an apology, I want to go back and read a couple tweets from me and Be Nice, man. Because we were, we were, we were, sometimes we were a little vocal about this nigga mid-game. Around. In, in my defense, though, I was always, up until like the last year, I was always a supporter. So mine was just out of he frustration was. because I believed in In it. fact, we both... In the year 2014, me and Be Nice both had good series of tweets. I had a tweet. Eric Ebron's going to give so many matchup problems. He can line up anywhere on the field. That's me, a lion hopeful. Be nice. Fourier and Ebron could be a beastly combo. So we had high hopes for this nigga. High hopes. And then... Fourier broke his fucking ankle. And then, in the same 2014 year, Be Nice tweeted, Ebron ain't cutting it, B. A nigga tweeted him, we don't give him a chance. A second later, that nigga tweeted him, never mind. So he must have just gave that nigga a chance, and he blew that bitch. Um, Ebron on some slab shit, pretty much calling him a ham. And then it, it, it was 2016, Be Nice was fed up. Ebron, dog Ebron, so fucking weak. Me, I tweeted, Eric Ebron too big to be getting jammed that hard. Um... Somebody tweeted me something about Ebron, and I said, it's not his fault. He just fell like he should have in the draft. <laughs> I was, was kind of mean, <laughs> dog. Um, Ebron dropped the touchdown because that what he do. It was just That's just like simple shit that I was just saying about that. And I also said something else that was mean. Um, but I I got to apologize, man. So, Lana, how, how would you would you like to start? <clears throat> you know, I sent Ebron a tweet. Uh, you know, he didn't respond, which he doesn't have to respond. Yeah. I wouldn't respond to me either. I just want to say a big, big apology. You know, you are talented. You are fast. You are a, a matchup nightmare. We just did not know how to use you. I am so happy that you are in a place where you're getting utilized. I am sorry for being disrespectful. I used to talk really bad about you. I thought you couldn't catch. I thought you couldn't run routes. But I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong, man. And you know what? As a man... You have to apologize and show emotion. Eric Ebron, I am sorry. I also picked you up this weekend fantasy, man. Ooh. So, hey, I'm riding with Ebron. I'm with 85, man. Good luck to you and the rest of your career. Damn. Be nice. You going to give him one? I'm not apologizing because I was an avid supporter. And although we did not know how to properly utilize him, he let his emotion get the best of him a lot of the times in Detroit. And... He let it play on the field. So I ain't really going to apologize, but I do wish him the best because I supported you. So I feel like my anchor came from the right place. I never thought he was weak. Never thought he was a bum. 
I knew the the spiel. I've seen it before. The Lions, they do this to people. You come to Detroit, you come to a loser organization, you're going to lose. You're going to become a loser. You're not going to know how to be good. Not not going to know how to be a good professional. You see people like Glover Quinn, he didn't start here. Glover Quinn knew how to be a professional because he found that somewhere else. He brought it here as best he could. Some of the other players, Nate Burleson, he had a decent career in other places. He was a great professional. Everybody else don't get that luxury. You get drafted in this organization outside of Calvin Johnson. You don't really see too much promise from people. You don't see them developing the greatness. So I just wish Ebron the best, man. I know he got a lot of hostility towards the city, man. Detroit is a good place. Don't let the Lions let the Lions stall you out on that, man. I wish you could enjoy your time here a little better. But live it up. I guess in Indianapolis, I don't know how long you want to be there. That don't really seem like a great state either. So just keep pushing, man. Uh, I'm gonna just say, Eric Ebron, it was about time for you to go. <laughs> it was about time, and I'm glad that you were prospering somewhere else. But you just you couldn't stay here, dog. And that ain't that ain't the Lions' fault. That ain't even your fault. It just didn't work. And I'm glad you. It's almost like when you break up with somebody, and it's like, oh, I thought y'all would have been so nice together, but you end up finding your one somewhere else. Andrew Luck was your one. Matthew Stafford just wasn't your one, man. So go ahead, keep rocking, and, and you know. I, I hope you continue to have a good season. Yeah. I hope you don't. Don't be one you're one. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't do that. Please don't do that. Cause then you're just gonna make me yeah. take back this apology. I don't want to take back. Attract this shit. So. Um. So in other Detroit news, the Lions are tanking. It's damn near official at this point. Losing to the Bears like the way they lost to the Bears. It wasn't that wasn't tanking. They tried to win that game, but I mean the inability to win that game is the tank is on. So. Chugga, 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 chugga. Woo-woo. Hop on board the tank train. Um, I'm your conductor for the evening. Who are we drafting? Before we get into that, I almost threw up watching the game <laughs> on Sunday, man. That was just so disgusting to watch. They just, I don't the way they start football games is so bad. Honestly, if they're going to tank, I think it's time that maybe they think about moving away from Stafford. Mm. Stafford's not a bad, and I've been seeing a lot of posts like Pacaputo posted a, a good article about it, and I kind of agree with him. Stafford's not bad. He just needs a change of scenery. Mm. Eric Ebron. Yeah, he just needs a change of scenery. It's just not working out too well. Too slow of starts. Uh, Joe Lombardi even said he couldn't pick up the offense. I don't know if the, the playbook's too simple. If it's not, if it maybe it's too complex. Maybe he needs to throw more passes doing warm-ups, but he's missing guys high, low. He threw two bad interceptions. And it just seemed like the old line is starting to fall apart. If you're going to tank and start over, you got to start completely over. I think that, you know, just like Lando said, we all read a bunch of articles here. I have slowed down since the Lions have been terrible. I was watching everything NFL Network every day, every morning, all day. And once the losing started, I just had to slow down. Because you don't want to see that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I think that I would disagree to that point because one of the things that I've seen is that people have compared the starts of the Jared Goffs, the the Patrick Mahomes, the Carson Wentz's, the Matt Ryan when he was MVP, um, who else? Mitchell Bisky is having a pretty decent season right now. But Matthew Stafford hasn't had the luxury of playing behind the offensive coordinator is that skilled in the offense as those players have. He hasn't had an offensive coordinator who's been that dominant or that good or that respected. Joe Lombardi was terrible. It was a screen every drive. He couldn't go three plays without a screen. Fucking terrible. Jim Bob Cooter, I think his conservativeness made Stafford feel comfortable because he felt like he wasn't being put in bad positions. 
and it, it just made everybody a little bit safer. I think Stafford enjoyed that, but he didn't really see what it took away. And sometimes you have unfortunate situations where you've been playing or been with bad people for so long that you see somebody who's halfway decent. Then Bob, for, for a season and a half, looked halfway decent, and it turned into a situation where he felt like, we can, I, can listen, I can listen to this. I want to make something out of this. I think the problem I got with kind of what you're saying is that at some point you just got to make guys better. And I've not seen Stafford make one player better. Tom, not to, Tom Brady's made guys better. Andrew Luck has made guys better. Peyton Manning has made guys better. Drew Brees has made guys better. Phil Rivers has made He has not made anybody better. It seemed like for him to have a good season, everybody has to be perfect. I think The office coordinator, the running backs, the receiver, everybody has to play perfect or, or beyond how they're supposed to play. He's not making guys better. I just don't better. see those situations that you're talking about. I don't see it all as the quarterback. Like Outside of maybe if you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, who's a mobile quarterback and gets out of pocket and saves I didn't even plays. bring his name up. But I'm saying all of those other people, to me it feels like it has to be system-based. Like I see – the, the Patriots lineman blocking for Brady. If they go, yeah, go get yelled at on the, on the sideline. No, we've seen plenty of games where no, they, they have about when they need to. In previous seasons where they didn't, no, but it's, Brady was still able to win. Is Brady, Brady getting outside of the pocket? I'm going to say this. Brady is the – hey, look, I'm starting to fall outside back. of the pocket? Sometimes he, he used to. No, well, how, how, is, how is he able to get around these things? He's getting the ball out quicker. He's getting the ball out quicker. And how is he doing that? And he's because taking better care of receivers have separation. Not all the time. He, right. Tom, who's had better receivers throughout their career? I didn't say they had better receivers. Just, Getting separation no, don't mean you better no, than somebody. What I'm saying is this. Tom Brady has won with less. He's carried that offense. He has. And he, he's right doing it. Wrong. Does Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman, Deion Brooks, or... They're not better than Golden Tate. But do, They're not better do than Marvin Jones. Open? Marvin Jones don't be past nobody. Tom Brady throws them Marvin over, Jones too. is a tough catcher. He don't beat away from nobody. He is, he's having he a bad year. Tough, he had, he he had, he's passes. having a bad year Last of separation. But if I, if, you, if I give Tom Brady, Marvin Jones, he scored four or five because touchdowns. the system would be better. Not the system, bro. It's it's the the you guys I think it would be nice to say it's, it's a lot of scheme basing yes. around the Patriots, which it is. The Patriots is a scheme. And, and I kind of agree with that. That's why I don't really want to sell on Stafford right now. Because we've seen... Well, we got Patriots I mean, in our head. Even, our head. even yeah. the situation, if you look, you just named Drew Brees. Michael Thomas is open every play. And that's scheme well, I'm saying, based. name his other receivers. That he's throwing to. I'm just saying, outside. And, and what's he doing with those guys? He's making it happen. No, no, Lando. What we're talking. about. I'm talking even before Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas no, he was still what I'm saying though. Michael Thomas is a top eight receiver in the league. Top five. He get exactly. Top five. Yeah. He should get attention from the defense every play. They should know where he is. How's he open every time? He's just. He's a great player. I right? mean, Man, fuck I, that. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. We did. We used to have problems with Stafford not being able to. To get Calvin Johnson the ball sometimes. When Calvin Johnson, in the last couple of years he of Calvin, we couldn't even really have, it was problems like that. I'm going to say, this is what I think about Steph. I say we give him one more year. We got to get rid of Jim. Because years? I, I say we, look, we give him one to two more years. We get a new offensive coordinator because, look, I seen what happened when Jared Goff didn't have an offensive coordinator. We damn near thought oh, that nigga was, was a bust. No, but we thought he was a bust. We yeah. thought he was a bust. Give him offensive coordinator. You, you got Cooper Cup catching 70%, 77% of his passes. You, sometimes niggas need that. They got three receivers. Sometimes you need a genius they, back there. I, with you. I would open. agree with you if Stafford was in his fifth or sixth year. No. Ten years in, you, you even, are. You even, even, you even, know what I am. You know what I'm saying? A team that was 0-16. And, and he's done good things. No, listen. But no. it's time to go. No, but listen. Even niggas like, you see Matt Ryan. Without Kyle Shanahan, that nigga look lost. Oh. They can't get the ball in the end zone. He, Kyle Shanahan got Jake Mullins. 
competing. He well, got CJ Behar competing. I'm going to say the, the Falcons' defense was a lot better, though, see. They was, but they were able to score awful. so much. No, the offense saying, was like, amazing. If your defense keeps getting three and out, three and out, you get more opportunity. Yeah. The Falcons' off, uh, defense is awful. Julio Johnson scoring to week nine. Yeah, that's more Matt, Matt Ryan has always been overrated to me. I'm saying the one year he had a good, the couple years oh, he had the offensive coordinator, he was looking good. No, but that year they had a top ten defense too. That's what I'm saying. Football go hand in hand. Our defense never lost this shit. We don't even need to I talk mean, about it like that. <laughs> like, I think we don't even need to. I think what you're saying though is just like almost coincidence. Because the same shit you can say right now, like the Rams just have a good offense. Their defense isn't good though. Like, I feel like the Falcons' offense would have still been good. But you know the thing, Rams have they have playmakers at each level, and we had a team just like the Rams on, in twenty thirteen. Defense or offense? Both on defense and offense. No, defense their defense isn't good though. Their secondary isn't good, but they but still they give up points. No, but I'm saying, but still, they still no, have playmakers. Your argument was just position. that they, their quarterback and playmaker, their running back a playmaker. Their defense is on the field. Too much. The Rams defense ain't on the field too much because they can score on like they can score on quick. So the offense has to be more. They run more of a fast paced offense. Jabal Cooter is doing an awful job. The yeah. Last two games, I mean, but that's what, really that's what Austin was saying. The but I'm saying ran more of a fast paced offense when they had. Ten but they had a better defense. And the defense was still getting the guys off. The defense, though. What you mean? Their offense was just efficient. Their offense was efficient, bro. But they were still getting three and out, three and out. You see that whole playoff run? They was running through teams. And the I, defense will shut them down. I feel like it go both ways. Like I, I definitely feel what you're saying about Matthew Stafford because I'm, I'm there. I'm there with it. Like it's about saying, time for a change. I'm not saying that I'm all in on that. Nigga, but I'm just but saying, I'm saying arm talent. Like we know Stafford got arm talent. We know he got throwing power. We know he got, he got a strong arm. He got all the things that good quarterbacks have. Is probably just scheming. That's not getting like it's not a scheme. The only scheme I seen was when we had uh. Lombardi, not Lombardi, Scott Linehan. And that's, that was just really all deep ball Calvin Johnson shit. Yeah, that was Calvin Johnson. But that's how you use That's kind of, right now they've been trying to throw it, dial his arm back, and they don't throw the ball past 15 yards, and it just don't look good. Like, the shit not looking look, good. Listen, right Joe now. Lombardi said, I couldn't do everything I wanted to do. And he's down there with the Saints right now doing great. I couldn't do everything that I wanted to do because he could not pick up the playbook. That, that was the words that he said. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's hard. When he left. It was hard to scheme. It's hard to scheme. I mean, just Stafford just couldn't pick up the playbook. I think he had a he had a lot of West Coast. Stafford not a West Coast guy. Yeah, Drew Brees is West Coast. Stafford not West Coast. His arm, not, his arm too strong for that shit, bro. He need a downfield down there offense in order to. Yeah, he needs a vertical threat. And, he, and, and, and you I got said, the offensive talent for you. Got Kenny Allen and Marvin Jones. Yeah. Like I said, that San Francisco game, they went downfield. He just and, missed guys. And then that's that's where I feel like sometimes we don't have personnel. Like we don't got personnel for real. Like right now, we just got the but a couple. Like we we ain't had the running back for real. No. We ain't had the tight end for real. Like Eric Ebron, he wasn't here for that. Aaron Rodgers hasn't had that. Tom Brady. They don't run the offense. Man. I mean, but even still, if we talking about Russell. Russell Wilson, the one of the worst offensive lines, he, he still put the team on his back. He do. I'm just tired of the I'm, sta- I'm tired of the Stafford excuses. He got to put the team on his back. He do. No, he got paid too much money for that. But it's a clear thing that you can see when T.J. Lane not in the game. The whole offensive line is ass. T.J. Lane the leader. When he's in the game, they play yeah. ten times better. So what can Stafford do if Kenny Wiggins is just bringing? No, but that that Vikings game, not all them sacks was was. But the, even the line before that, before that. In games, they had them split moments. Every time Kenny Wiggins come in the game, it's a whole different line. Bro, that 49ers game, that wasn't a line for. He we, missed throws. That Jets game, they just got a bl- I'm, I'm going through game through game. What game do you want to go through? The 49ers, I mean, the, the, Rams, um, the Seahawks game, that was all, that was really on them. That was Amir Dillon fumbling. He didn't give up too many sacks. Like, come on, man. They had a decent amount of pressure. He, get, that game, he getting paid too much money to not make guys better. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, man. Um...
picks? Uh, nothing more you want to talk about in the league, or we can go to picks. I mean, last week was kind of like whatever, right? What well, it was like the Rams. Who they play? Well, uh, speaking of Rams, they uh, the Mexico game got moved to L.A. because the field was yeah, old. the field was shitty, dog. And if the pictures when it came out, I guarantee they would have still played in they Mexico City. Played but the uh, Rams, they played the Seahawks. That was a good game, very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Think that shit, man. Shaking oh. my head at the niggas who still in the Olympia locker. Oh, that's the day Le'Veon Bell didn't show up to camp. And yeah, so he free agent. Up to, yeah, he's a free agent. He's a so. free agent, man. Uh, he had seasons accrued, and uh, I mean, I guess we could talk about that. Like I just, like I always say, I feel like both sides had their points, and you know, good on Le'Veon. He stood his ground. He didn't come back. At first, it didn't look like he had a plan. First, it's like he just wasn't playing football, and uh, but now nah, I guess he just done, and his teammates. He kind of. I feel like. There could be a red flag, but I guess the only red flag is like he didn't he did turn his back on the team, but it's because their contract was was ass. So I was like, I might as well have done that. I think the team turned it back on him. Like yeah. Olanda started calling him out. Shit, like I wouldn't go back to that. I think that I wouldn't go back one, to that. What ruined it? I think it almost was a situation where Le'Veon. I don't know if he did it intentionally, but I feel like it might have been some style of like I'm gonna just put this out there and see who support me. If you really got my back, I shouldn't have to tell you what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? If you know what my what my issue is, what what my end goal is, just trust however I go about this. And if you're my brother, we, we push past this. And, and no, in the same situation, how you talk to James Conner all the time, it's like, look, I want you to do good. I want all of y'all to do good. But this is my livelihood. This yeah. is my family. You know, y'all got to support that. And you can't be on no, you know, Ramon Foster shit. You make it two times all. It's like, hey, whoa, whoa, nigga, why you pocket watching? That's not cool. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially now when it's a situation where I'm doing this and in NBA, I don't really always like this pushing for top dollar. I don't always care for it, but in the NFL, you gotta go get your money, mm-hmm. and that shit really do help everybody. You know what I'm saying? You gotta push the market because we see the NFL making money, but the deal's not guaranteed. Still, y'all got the worst motherfucking. You know what I'm saying? Rules and regulations. Y'all agreements with the owners is fucking terrible. Y'all get locked into badass deals all the time. So you gotta have people like this who, like all said, he stuck doing it. You gotta be strong willed enough to say, all right. Tiger, he adamant about that shit every time I talk to somebody. You know, oh, Le'Veon Bell, one of the top running backs in the league. No, I'm that guy. Don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't say nobody else is, is better than me. If I got these stats, I play wide receiver, I do all these different things, pay me like that. Yeah. And, so. But like I said, I can feel it on football, one of them sports, in a sense, where the team is bigger yeah. than the Camaraderie, individual. For yeah. Sure. And so, like, I can feel them niggas saying, like, like yeah, James Conner balling. And James Conner, who's giving the ball, he got, like, Two hundred carries on the season, he got or like four hundred carries on the season. So they would have ran the fuck out of Le'Veon Bell. They might have been able to split it up, but if Le'Veon was starting. They probably gonna give him the ball away more. So that was a good look. But it's like, it's like, damn, we got James Conner balling. If we would have had you, bro, we so much better. And it's like you could feel teammates like that's not cool. Like you, you a stiller, bro. You're not supposed to play us like that. Like we all got shit. You was about to be top fourteen pay. I mean, top yeah, five pay. That's franchise more so tag. What the niggas that's out like, I don't yeah. The offensive lineman coming out and speaking against him. I don't fuck with that. Like the people taking shit out. Like it almost was like a joking thing. Like all right, you still kind of my man's, but you play this. You know, yeah. I'm gonna get down on these joints. So damn, their bike guys be bike guys. All right, peace out. Them niggas talking about his money. That was way too early in the situation. You know what I'm saying? He didn't even have a chance to really come back. He just missed one show and like, oh yeah, I ain't come for the first week. Damn. But man. that's but that's how offensive linemen feel because they feel like they like heart and soul football. And it's like we are they, they is the ultimate unit. Like it's really five niggas yeah. if one of them niggas. So it's like, damn, you leaving out the unit, nigga. Like this ain't. But also, Ramon Foster is a millionaire. He's yeah. not getting paid. Yeah. So you getting broke off to, like, to you do never, what you, you never talk about money. But I will say, like, that's by design for like 
the football to be all about the team and not yeah, the player. Sure. Mm-hmm. The owners wanted to be that way. Mm-hmm. And that got to change, man. Players got to get treated a lot better. Older players got to get treated a lot better. Like, that that stuff got to change. And Le'Veon doing that, though. I don't got no problem with it. All right, man. Let's get into the picks, Let's bro. Let's get to the picks. Uh, last week, I was football guy of the week. But, see, I don't really care. Because it, it wasn't the way I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be where I picked the opposite of everything and then get it all right and have, like, a clean, clean sweep type week. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was staying a little conservative, so maybe I try to break it up. But y'all, this is not really my fight. It's really a Lando fight, dude. And Lando Ty would be nice on picks last week. So, oh, man. So, let's get into it, bro. Get into the picks real quick. Uh, Titans at the Colts. Oh, I go. I went first last week. Oh, damn. This look like, all right, Lando, you go first again. It's like whoever go first when football got a weekend. You need, you need it more than everybody else. <laughs> so, go ahead. Oh, wow. Um... Titans at the... I'm going to go Titans, man. They hot right now. All right. Be nice. We just showed you some love, Ebron. But I ain't fucking with you. I'm going to go with the Titans. Um, you can't pick against your boy. Yeah, he's my boy. So I got to go with the Titans. Fuck it. Titans all day, baby. Um, Bucks at the Giants. Linda. Bucks at the Giants. You know what? 12-4. Look, fuck it. Give me the Giants. <laughs> they won on Monday. Bucks. The Buccaneers? Hey. His magic? Um... I guess I yeah I got Reese Bryant right here. I'm gonna go with the Giants. I did. I kind of watched that game and watched them win. I like Odell, so I rock with them niggas. Uh, Steelers at the Jaguars. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. The Jaguars gave up, man. This would have been a good game last year. Trash game. Uh, Cowboys at the Falcons. Lando, who you picking? Uh, I'm going with the Cowboys. Mmm. Be nice. Going with Matty Ice. Ooh. Um. I'm going with the Cowboys too. They won last week. Yeah. I don't know. The Falcons, they did score. Julio Jones scored. They, did they play last week? Yeah, they lost to the uh, Browns. They did lose to the Browns. That's Nick Chubb. Oh, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott taking in for Nick Chubb. Okay, yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys. Uh, Bengals at the Ravens. Lined up. Oh, man. Give me the Ravens. Ooh. Be nice. Sassy. I'm your boys. Yeah, Terry Austin just got fired, though. Well, oh, for real? Yeah, he did. He gave him 54 points. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really his fault, but, yeah, you got to go. Marvin like, Jones the last nigga. I mean, Marvin Lewis the last nigga to be firing niggas now. Nah, hold on. I don't think it was really him. Hold like, on. Listen, listen, listen. The, the Bengals <laughs> are ran like a mom and pop shop. And so that's the reason why Marvin Lewis is there because he don't get paid that much. And Mike Brown is real cheap. So Mike Brown like, look, we got to do something. I can't let you go because you're my mans. You got to let go of the new guy. But he just got Hugh Jackson. He put Hugh Jackson on the staff. Yeah, Hugh Jackson, cool. That's his boy. He the last day to be firing niggas. Terry Austin gone. I don't know who their defensive coordinator is. I'm going to go with the Ravens, too. Just off the fact they just fired. Marvin <laughs> Lewis is the last nigga to be firing niggas. It wasn't him, bitch, though. Nah, it was Mike Brown. It was a situation like one of us got to Yeah, it can't hey, be me. You. They ain't got rid of me yet, so you out there, bitch. I'll tell you what I'm <laughs> Texas Raiders. Lando, who you got? Oh, Texas, man. Yeah. Oh, it's not Raiders. Redskins, my bad. Make it a little oh. tougher. It's Redskins, my fault. I'm still going with Texas. Um, eh, eh. Give me the Redskins, dog. Like the way AP been running lately. Really, last week. Fun fact. Fun fact about the Redskins: they have not given, they have not had a lead change all season. So if they if they score first, whoever score first wins. They, they play games. some ugly games. <laughs> they they play some ugly football games, man. Um, Raiders at the Cardinals. Yuck. Patui. Man, that's really a game. <laughs> that shit on TV. Like the high school game. Um, you know what? Give me John Gruden. Oh, let me, let me tell you, man. The Cardinals. 
Josh Rosen time. I, I want Lando to win this one, so I'm going to Carnival. If he, that this will be his game up if he get it right, because he really going on the limb with this shit. The, yeah. the Raiders I suck. The Raiders he didn't deserve this. I hate the Raiders too. I like the Raiders. I hate Josh Rosen. Take a dive into the abyss. Broncos at the Chargers. Lando, who you picking? That's a good game. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Uh, be nice. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Uh, yeah, man. Chargers all day. De- Desmond King. Having a very good season, man. He won the highest in DVOA. Cornerback. Oh, man, me too. Eagles at the Saints. Lando, who you picking? It's a good game, man. man. Eagles at the Saints. You know what? I'm going to go with the upset, man. I'm going to go with the Eagles, man. Ooh, good shit, Lando. Be nice. The Saints riding off into the sunset. They low-key might be my championship pick. Mm-hmm. Go with New Orleans, man. Saints um, go marching in. Saints have been eating Wingstop every Thursday and for, for, to start this win streak. So I'm going to go with the Saints to continue eating Wingstop and win another game. Uh, Vikings at the Bears, Lando. Well, this is actually a good game, man. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Vikes, man. Mm. Nasty game, but I'm going to go Vikes. Be nice. Keep me in the shot man. Mm. The Bears. Twill Mack. Oh, man, this is a good game. I'm going to go to Bears, too. Bears in their own line. I'm fuck with them niggas, bro. I'm fuck with them niggas, bro. All right, Chiefs. We say that one for last. Pack Panthers at the Lions. Lando, who are you picking? Man, give me the Panthers, man. Damn. Be nice. I don't sound as angry about it, but give me the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, I think it's clear as day the Panthers are going in. Just... Stafford, just play three quarters. Man. I hear a lot of guys will be out too for the Lions. Devin Funch is coming home again, so he's gonna have a good game. Pick him up on your fantasy. Uh, Chiefs at the Rams, game of the week, game of the year, damn near. Hopefully, Lando, who are you picking? Chiefs at the Rams. This is a tough game. Um, it's in LA. I think Pat Mahomes puts on a show, and I think the Chiefs will win. Mmm, be nice. High scoring game. I'm going with the Chiefs, man. Ty Gurley is a beast. He could have a huge game. Because well, he, he is. The Chiefs' defense is, is not good. But they bound arguably their most productive weapon in Cooper Cup, man. Sad to see him go down for the season. But I think that that's going to hamper their offense a little bit. Because he was the guy. He tore his ACL, right? Yeah. Damn. So you going with the Chiefs? Going with the Chiefs. Ah oh, man, I was gonna go with the Chiefs, bro. For the, just for the for the action, I'm going with the Rams, man. It, it it can get ugly. If the Chiefs get up early, it'll be tough for the Rams. But if Ty Gurley, if he really run the train, and Jared Goff can find Robert Woods or Brandon Cooks, I think the Rams can sneak away with this one. So I'll go ahead with the Rams on this one, man. And I, I definitely think that although they haven't played up to it, the Rams have the better defense. Man, yeah. So you know. Possible one can dim the others like you would be banking on the Rams to do that. Um, all right, man. Those are the picks. Uh, Lynn, did you want to say anything about Michigan football this week? Uh, and Ohio State week, right? No, no, this is Indiana week. Um, like I said, they got to go Indiana. Um, listen, Michigan is on pace, man. There's been a lot of talk. If Alabama lose, do Michigan still get in? Yes, yes, they still get in. They got to. Why do they have to? Because they went undefeated in conference play. And that's something no team that's not went undefeated in conference play has not made the, the playoffs. So they got to. They beat Michigan State. They beat Ohio State. So, yeah, they, they, they deserve to be there. 
Um, on the radio this week, you know, Mike Valente was calling out um, Mark D'Antonio and shit. And pretty much, Mark got on the podium and said, nobody on the radio is dictating how I run my organization. Wow, that's and I'm just going to put an end to that right there. So, I don't know what's going on with Michigan State, man. It's uh, it's looking real, real shaky. So, they're going to end the season off pretty bad to like a tailspin. But, hey, go blue. Go blue. All right, man. And uh, shout out to Michigan basketball, dog. I guess shout out, Hey, shout out to Michigan basketball. Beating Villanova. I told be nice that Michigan basketball is going to be better than uh, Michigan State. And then shout out to, hey, shout out to Eastern. Eastern went against Duke. <laughs> no, hell no. And they, listen, they was, up, they was up at the beginning. What, two zip? Two zip. <laughs> and I'm like, we got these niggas. Lando, did you it's watch like, the rest of the game? They, of course. <laughs> they got you didn't even watch the rest of the game. You could have just watched the next five minutes. No, no, that was ne- the worst basketball. That was like, like a dunk contest, no, man. That looked like the fucking Harlem Globetrotters yeah. against the Generals. Hey, listen, Zion, Zion is the <laughs> The Generals. Zion is the real deal, uh, man. Them niggas you can't was... judge it on that game. I literally saw people shooting the ball into people's hands. They saw the hand right there in their face. They just shot it right there. The, the point guard on Eastern Michigan, they said he was a transfer. I forget where he was awful. No, he was going against good school, going against top school, man. Yeah, right. but look, man, hey, Zion's the real deal, man. I'm sold. Um, I'm gonna shout out, shout out to Farai, man. My baby Farai beat the case, dog. Tough case, but like the judge said, dog, I just cannot connect the dots, man. Farai, that couldn't connect the dots to you, a living legend. Congratulations to you, bro. Let's live this free life together, man. It's a free world for us, for us and everyone else who who want to be free, a part of it. And uh, that's it, man. That shit set my week on fire, dog. Uh, shout out to Michigan State basketball. Oh, why? Wow. They do. So we just look ready, man. <laughs> so we going to play Kansas. When it gets Kansas, they look they ready. They lost by five to yeah, a real team. Beat up by, beat by you 20 beat a team like that. that just lost four They NBA won a national players. championship game against us. A game we was in. Y'all ain't going to the little the season winner. The people that punched our ass. Out of there. They yeah. NBA. So what? We bust their ass. Some niggas didn't play last year. You're climbing. Who, did niggas come back from Michigan? It's like Abdul. Uh, Charles Matthews. No, he graduated. Abdul, he graduated. But Charles, Charles Matthews, Matthews is back. there. And fucking. Got like Xavier, weird... Xavier Simpson's there. They, they got this European dude. Yeah. Balling. I don't with that nigga. Bro, now balling. I hate that. We got three freshmen that's out there. I just want to punch him. Why we keep finding Europe? No, the European, they can ball over. We got three freshmen. Three <laughs> freshmen that coming in as bowling, and our next year freshman class is supposed to be like one of the highest rated no, to true. ever walk through the door. It is. That's what they said. It is. ESPN. Who the fuck is he? Yeah, he who don't need to be on their list. We'll pull it up. We have a college basketball, full college niggas. basketball talk. But uh, yeah, man, Michigan gonna beat uh, Michigan State. They trash. We will. <laughs> they trash. Um, I guess shout out. Hold on, hold on. Cousin Sean nephew Josh Davis plays for not Riarga, but plays for Western Michigan. Yeah. He went to Henry Ford. Henry Ford, he is balling, man. At 20 points, 11 rebounds, man. 6'6". Six, six. Josh Davis. Josh Davis, yeah. That's it. He so go, where he go? Western, Western Michigan. Michigan. That's yeah, right. he's he's nice. He nice. Oh, we do? I think Sicko was talking about him one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he nice. He nice, man. Shout out to him, man. I'm going to try to go see him uh, when they when they play Eastern. Uh, me and Cousin Sean. So, shout out to Josh. Shout out to PBC Boxing. They just put out, like, their whole first quarter. You got Keith Thurman coming back. You got Earl Spence versus Mikey Garcia. Pay-per-view in uh, Dallas, Texas. Oh, cool. Charlo Brothers fight uh, December uh, 22nd. So, look like a big deal with uh, Fox. Shout out to Phil and Tiger, man. 24-7, man. Are you going to watch that shit? I just watched it, man. Very, very funny. Very interesting. Like, the history. They was talking about when uh, 
Phil had the first poem, the green jacket on Tiger. How Tiger had to stretch out more, like it just didn't fit right, Phil. And uh, it was it was very funny, very entertaining. Um, also, shout out to Dwayne Casey, man. He got the win against Toronto. They gave him a standing ovation. The best coach in their history. He outcoached Toronto. Got the Pistons to win. Versus Toronto, who the best team shout out to, in the uh, East. Shout out to, shout out to Stanley. I got your rookie card. Shout out to Stanley. Shout out to Blake. 30 points, 12. I told everybody that Blake was going to be the guy. Shout out to Detroit basketball. Need to get rid of Reggie Jackson. Hey, actually, Reggie played solid in the fourth. Shout out to my nigga Reggie Jackson, man. Because okay. a bunch of hating ass niggas on you. No, hey, he's still he's still an average point. Lando did tell me off mic Reggie Jackson was trash. He played trash today. <laughs> he did. But you know what? Hey, you know what? He came through. He came through and he did it for Dwayne Casey. He told Dwayne Casey, I did it for you. And so they yeah, did that for Casey. Niggas that didn't do nothing in the game that was telling them that. I seen them. They were talking about it like, yeah, like, you ain't helping Yeah, Bruce Brown, yeah. Bruce Bowen came in. Hey, they helped out in practice, man. Mm. So keep that. I got one shake in my head. Okay. And it's going to try to be real quick. Jay Mills. Who's that? The, oh, oh, Young Money Rapper? Oh, okay, so before... Why are you still... Wait, wait listen, listen. Guy? Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute, listen. Before he was a Young Money Rapper, he was probably the best battle rapper in the world. This had to be 2002, 2003. He battled Murder Mook. That was the first big smack deal. Then, you know, he went with Young Money. was on the Bad Rock song and shit like that. He came out of retirement to battle rap. Okay. And it's, it looked like somebody put him in a time machine from 2002... And brought him to 2018. The verses didn't connect. He was too loud. Oh, he was talking. Is the quorum in this shit? He was using old slang. Yeah. <laughs> it was just. Don't go no further. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is like what? Like words like what was he using? You know what I mean? And some. <laughs> and all that type of shit. I had and, niggas say, nah, I mean, I'm and, food. And, and, and like, he went against K-Shine. K-Shine is, 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 is a top level. It's a modern level New yeah. York nigga. New York nigga. And K-Shine was just having a field day with this nigga. And it was it was so embarrassing. And he, sounded like a, he sounded like a five battle deal. Oh, uh, no. Nah. So it was like, yeah, they, they go out to get him out. But Jay Mills, is, he probably about 40 years old now. Like he he battled on the band. He battled Ness on the band, and that shit was like 2003. It ain't <laughs> too been grown since the 2000s. It ain't too many things that if you took from 2002 would last in 2018. I'm pretty sure battle rap ain't one of them. Oh, a nigga yeah. from a nigga like that. Even the juice is different. <laughs> yeah, but the same shit. Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Red yeah. Dot 95 don't exist no more, bro. You can't do some shit that don't go. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was real it was real bad, man. He just didn't have it no more, man. It's like it's almost like watching your old uncle get get out yeah. there on the court and try to play. It's just like stop, man. Just stop, man. Hey, Smack ain't got it no more, man. They started not wanna pay niggas. My nigga hit me and holler left. I left. Smack ain't got it no more. He reaching back in the time time vaults, he's trying to pull all these people out. It ain't I working no more. I don't even think I don't even think this was all smack. This was all like some raw breed like for years, Smack hasn't really been paying dudes. Like he paid daylight like five hundred dollars for a battle. Dude on stage. So yeah, it, it's been it's been a lot of shit like that going on. But uh, yeah, Jay Mills, he got to go back to wherever wherever he was at, man. Where do you think he was at? What do you think he was doing before they approached him? He's probably hanging out with Cash Money. He's done a lot. Yeah, just 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 chilling with Birdman or some shit like that, man. But he he said the money was good. And he was he was ready to fight. What is this like money that was just available to yeah, him? Money that was available. It just was the best option. He can't get nothing. That nigga not touring nowhere. He didn't release no album on Cash also, Money. It's funny to say. Money, in two thousand two, I remember reading this in Double XL. They said he was the next to blow. 
damn. They said he was going to be the they biggest. They thought the nigga from D-Block was the next to blow, too. Yeah, they thought Jay Hood. All Jay Hood. They thought that poops. New York just ran the, the media. So like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's why niggas around the world used to be mad. It's like, bro, y'all keep Listen, loving these booty Giles had Giles had a poster on his wall talking about Jay Mills' Back to the Future coming out in 2003. <laughs> that shit never came out. Damn. Never released. He was one of the niggas buried in Young Money with Gutter Gutter. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, he got, got Gutter Gutter got buried, too. Yeah, yeah, he got buried. Like, Grocery bag. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do with I think Jay Mills was right before this verse. <laughs> oh shit, damn. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. He's my guy back then though. He just ain't my guy no more. He used to be on a lot of the Wayne mixtapes too. He had not ran the first here and now. Yeah, just, but yeah, just it, he's probably should use one. I mean, but verses. it's like a nigga pulling on Cassidy right now. I don't want to hear Cassidy battle nobody. He battled a few years ago. Yeah, I know, that shit was weird. It was kind of bad, man. Like a nigga looking at, you know who's still battling? Reed Dollars. That nigga is it's awful. T- man, he, just, he got <laughs> his ass so up a few months ago. Up, that nigga ass. ass man. Anybody, he was ass to me back then. Anybody that like Reed, Reed Dollars, nah, man. Nah, back then, that was my nigga. I ain't fuck with him. Because like he was scared of Murder Mook. He was scared of Murder Mook. He didn't want that battle. He started lying about him having a record coming out and shit. That nigga was scared of Mook. But yeah, he, <laughs> he talked about he it. He said him. he didn't gain nothing from that battle. He wouldn't gain nothing from it. He was just exactly because he, he was gonna lose. Why would I do that? Murder Mook just had Joey Jihad in them that could battle these weak ass niggas. Murder Mook just battled, didn't look like shit, man. It was it was about <laughs> you didn't know you gonna lose. You right. just rap it. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna lose. Murder Mook just battled it, it looked bad, so yeah, battle rap is a tough hey, spot right now. Battle rapping is a dick sucking community. It don't don't be too many upsets in battle rap. Control who wins. Bro, not only that, bro. Like you can just go through the comments, even if somebody lose, it's somebody who think that person won. So it's so hell no, they won three zip body bag. Body bag. Hey, they bring it back, body bag on this bitch, bro. It ain't no more sweep. It's body bag. It's just like oh no shit. I feel I felt him on that, bro. You if you battle murder move, murder move was the guy back there. There's no way he's gonna beat that nigga. Nah, murder move is way too. No way he was gonna, even if even if he gave his best performance, niggas was still gonna say three O sweet body back. Get this little nigga to zip, fuck zip him up. All, zip that type, up. all that type of shit. All that slang, got this battle rap slang. Mook been Mook. heavy nine means back. This nigga weak as hell. Nine means. Mook looked at uh, he looked at bad his last battle man. He started he put the do rag back on like he was back at O two and it just it didn't connect. Man. Man. He lost to any jokes and shit. Verb it just it just didn't it didn't look right man. That's hilarious. This Man, is the funniest shit ever. Shout out to them boys, man. Lil West was, had a nice run in this battle rap shit. Then you had like K-Shine and DNA and Hollow the Dime, but you know what I'm saying? Lil West had a nice run. Calico. Calico. Hitman, uh, Burp, a couple other people. That's funny as fuck, though. Yeah, That's a good shout-out. That was a nigga. Nigga yeah. shouldn't have brought him. Good job with that. Out. That shit was funny as hell. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm going to shout-out a couple movies. Detective Pikachu. That shit look like it's, I'm going to go see that, of course. Uh, love Pikachu, Toy Story Four. Oh, I hope it ain't really like they trying to make it a sad movie. I just want to like enjoy the movie. Like you can, an emotional movie ain't always a good movie. So I hope they're not going. Me and you cried at the end of Toy Story. Yeah, 3. I thought it was over yeah. for them niggas, and then it ended up not being over for them niggas. I'm happy it's back. On. But I don't want to cry though. I, I want to cry because I wasn't I, that over for them niggas. Why? What is this story gonna tell me? What did I want to know? This new story? Yeah, this toy's gonna develop. I don't know, bro. Damn, I feel like it's gonna leave you on a cliffhanger. It ain't Andy no more. You know what I'm saying? It's the girl, right? Oh, it's, yeah, it's a girl. Yeah, it might be a cliffhanger. Right? I think that's, yeah, it'd be nice if I'd be on the side. There might be down there some Avengers shit. So now you gotta see Toy Story 5 type I, shit. I, listen, I'll watch, Toy Story, I'll watch Toy Story 10, man. I love Toy Stories, man. 
Honestly, um, I'm a big Toy Story. I just fan, don't. So. I don't feel like I'm gonna care about this little kid life no more. Like Andy, I knew his life. I knew that shit. I care about her life because she's real energetic. I like her and her parts that I've seen her in, man. I like Toy Story, man. <laughs> you like Toy Story. Like Toy Story. Um, and then shout out to Dragon Ball Z Brawly movie. I already know everything that's gonna happen. The coldest movie ever, fellas. And when I see it, in my eyes, I'm. I ain't gonna cry, but my shit is gonna be watering from the beauty of watching Vegeta Goku fight Broly, Frieza and shit. It's just, it's gonna be a crazy movie, dog. And then Super Smash Bros. come out December too. December gonna be probably the best month. Of Shout the Creed too, man. I'm gonna see that next week. Man, Shout out to the Grinch. Um, I ain't that shit. <laughs> all right, we gotta get into this, fellas. We 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 delayed it enough. I didn't want to start the show at this, but we do. We start with football, so we gotta continue the trend. Draymond Green. Who, who want to walk us through this? Be nice, be nice, Warriors. Be nice. Walk us through the whole situation from from beginning to today, right now. All right. So um, the Warriors, as you know, were without Stephen Curry the last week and a half or so. Uh, he has an abductor strain. Orlando is a muscle guy. I'm not really sure what an abductor strain is. I seen growing too. Yeah. Like so gotta be like your abdomen growing area. Uh, we all know that Steph Curry is the the muscle as far as behind the team. He moves the team. You know what I'm saying? He the, the heart. He beat the team. You know what I'm saying? Get everybody where they need to be. Draymond is, is the heart and soul, I guess you would say, as far as the emotion. Not necessarily about pushing the team. Or, you know, He's the anchor. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Durant is the new guy. Clay Thompson is silent assassin. We got a situation. No, Steph. People don't always be in the right roles when Steph's not there. You know what I'm saying? He don't move the team. Everybody else kind of play retarded. They don't know what to do. Some people in the wrong spots. And I think the overall chemistry and love ain't there. Everybody else start looking at other people with more finger pointing. It's a lot more yelling, a lot more aggression because Steph ain't there to con. Because he's going to hit a three and everybody, all is forgiven. You know what I'm saying? Steph hit three threes. No matter what you did two minutes ago, I don't care. You could turn that bitch over. It don't matter. Steph wasn't there. We had Draymond at the end of a the game. They looked bad most of the game. Clay Thompson got really, really hot at the end of the game to kind of save them, get them in contention, end up being in a situation where they could have took the lead. Draymond gets a rebound. Kevin Durant is right next to him, smacking his hand. He wants the ball. He actually competed for the rebound, but Draymond just kind of took it away from him. Draymond proceeded to take off down the court, and in Draymond fashion, he kind of stumbled and bumbled and, you know, turned the ball over. But he is a playmaker. He has been a pivotal playmaker for this team before. Sometimes just get a little ahead of himself. This is what Draymond does. You know what I'm saying? You got to take the good with the bad. The game was not lost at this moment. They were going to overtime. And in the closing prior to overtime starting, Kevin Durant kind of just let his emotions out. Like, I was calling for the ball. You know you ain't going to score. You should have gave me the rock. Which, basketball IQ-wise, probably should have. Draymond Green was not going to be looking to score. He only wanted to facilitate, so he probably should have gave the ball to somebody who would have had two options, one being to actually score for themselves or to facilitate to somebody else, which Kevin Durant could have did. He didn't do that. Kevin Durant didn't accept that, and he kind of just altered the morale, and I think Draymond took it as a slight because the manner in which he was doing it was as if it was somebody who didn't know nobody. It was like you're talking to me like I'm a rookie or I'm a bum or somebody that's not almost on your level. Like, I'm not an all-star. I'm not a three-time champion, a deserving three-time champion, somebody who has played very well in all of the championship games we've had and kind of put us in this position to be able to play like this, being a small ball center and helping revolutionizing basketball. He didn't take that the right way, and he kind of exploded. 
in the Draymond manner. Draymond is an emotional person, and it just it came out with a lot of bitches. And also, on the back end, he had the impending free agent, free agency situation on his mind. And I don't think he's liking how Kevin Durant has been handling it. And all that just came out at the worst possible time. Instead of being able to be handled in a civilized you know, conversation. <clears throat> all right, so from what I saw was this. I'm not going to even walk through like the... He, he did the... We, we've seen this a few weeks. He did the Carlton Banks. <laughs> he stole the ball from Kevin Durant. Stole the rebound from him. I won't say he stole it. It was just a rebound. It was a rebound. Hey, he stole like it. it. He stole it. <laughs> Kevin Durant was right there. He snatched it from him. But I don't... That happens all the, I don't think it was a, oh, I'm taking this from Kevin. It's just, oh, I'm getting a rebound. He took it. KD had the same problem at OKC. Niggas taking rebounds from him. Okay. okay. So That's, all right. But he, he took the rebound. Now, he could have... Three, four, five seconds left. He could have passed it right back to KD, who's known hitting deep, who could pull up from 35 anywhere and can knock it down. He dribbles the ball, dribbles it off his foot, and turns the ball over. Kevin Durant is upset. You give it to the best player on your team, the best scorer on your team. He comes to the sideline and says, bro, you should have gave me the ball. When he said that, Draymond snapped, and everything Draymond has wanted to say to him, he let it out. I don't think he said it that simple, though. He, he called him. No, of course he didn't. He said, you should have gave me the fucking ball. Draymond snapped and said, look, you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't because of me. Don't talk to me like that. I ain't Quinn Cook. I know what the fuck I'm doing with the ball. I'm the reason why you won championship. We would have still been beating you at OKC this, if I didn't call you to come here. Is this down, Zach? He, he, he said it, and he didn't want to say that. Called him a bitch. You sensitive, and don't you ever talk to me like that. KD couldn't take that. I think KD intentionally got out of that game for the overtime. Okay. Y'all don't need me fine. That's how you really feel? I think he did. The car, it would have been more obvious of a fight. That car, he got caught up with some bullshit. It was a bullshit car. But like, I think if he think wanted that, he would have just fired. His mind was out of it after that. They get into the locker room. More is being said. I think there is a little envy towards KD. He didn't got two finals MVPs. They feel like they never, Stephanie Clay never wanted him to be there. They feel like they could have beat him regardless. I think Draymond just let him have it. Draymond is, he, and look, Draymond's in his contract year. Or he wants to get paid a max deal. So he's trying to show his worth. He's talking about his playoff stats. He's talking about what he brings to the team every time you put a mic in front of him. So he just let him know, you wouldn't have had none of this if it wasn't because of me. I mean, I, that's some shit I, I've, y'all have discussed with this too. And I, I I feel like I have to disagree with to some degree. Draymond ain't showing his motherfucking worth. You know, y'all try to tell me he's going to shoot more. He's not doing that. He still don't look to I'm, shoot. Well, he's not showing. He's, he's telling people his worth. Yeah, but I'm I'll saying say the argument about him wanting to show more, and you said this before the season, you yeah. thought he was going to. That's just not his mind. Don't think that. He don't want to shoot the ball. He don't want to score that. We just watched this nigga have zero points probably the whole game. Then my thing is, if you don't want to score the ball, why are you pushing the ball up with three or four? He's trying to prove his worth. He just, and he wants to get paid. He wants to get a max deal. Yeah, I think everybody wants to get I think, paid. I think overall, man, for what we've seen, I, I think we know Kevin Durant snapped on him, and then we know Draymond Green snapped back. Of course, he called him a bitch. Um, I feel like both sides kind of got the point. Like, like KD, he's Kevin Durant. He should have got the ball. I think that's And I think Draymond, knowing he was wrong, it was on some, hey, bro, you ain't got, you ain't got to bring it out to me like that. Though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, smart I enough to know I fucked up. Like, yeah, I fucked up, but it's like, hey, bro, this game 13 against the Clippers. Come on now, bro. <laughs> like, we doing this game 14 against the Clippers. What's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you tripping. And then it's like, like Draymond's saying, I feel like Draymond is saying what everyone is thinking. 
but it's, that's just not the time to do it. Like, I'm pretty sure Clay agree and Steph agree and Steve Kerr for sure is agrees and and maybe even Demarcus Cousins. You know, he just got there. He probably agree like either you stand or you not. But you kind of gotta let us know. And I feel like the Warriors is a team that's based around niggas keeping it up front because we only have one goal and that's to win the championship. Like if you if you got another goal of going to play with LeBron, do like like shut that shit down. Like we don't need no extra noise around this bitch. We just need the one. We go to State Warriors. We go into like we already get enough when Steph Curry hurt and now it's like oh, can the Warriors do this? Or if you hurt and it's like oh, can the Warriors do this? But I, we got enough of that shit, bro. We here to win championships. If you here to to play these these and. It's LeBron-like games. You here to play these free agency LeBron-like shit, bro. Go be with that nigga. Go do something else. I we not here for Just that. Get the fuck out of it. Cause this is Golden State is more family oriented. This shit can't. This is organic. Outside of him, it's organic. Yeah. I don't think it's like we we here for the win four and five, bro. And I know he kind of here to do that. And that's what, not even to be four and five. Four and five is the 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 goal for this season. They're still looking forward. Yeah. Like Clay Thompson and Steph Curry still in their prime. Draymond Green is still in his prime. Even if he won't or will be there, he I think all of them niggas want to be and there. Outside of maybe, and that just wasn't the time to say that type of shit. So it's like oh. I think if they if they agree with if they agree with y'all, they wouldn't suspend the Draymond. No, and and and, and no, that's where he called him a bitch. It's called he called him a bitch, and it's it's because it was it was on the court. Everyone saw it in the locker room. Like that shit just kept going. He did that to Steve Kerr before and still played the next game. Still played during the game. No, he he cut off Steve Kerr. Yeah, Steve Kerr was wrong. No, Steve Kerr. I'm talking about the right when he told him he shouldn't have been shooting too many threes. He was wrong. That, no, but that's what I'm. It's the same situation about Kevin Durant. Draymond's whole thing was, and this is what I'm saying. When Steve Kerr said that, he was Draymond's response was, "You think I'm a robot?" And to me, that is a shot at Harrison Barnes. You think I'm this nigga who don't do nothing for the team? And that's the same situation with Kevin Durant. We've seen Draymond get game winning blocks. We've seen him get game winning steals. We've seen him drive and kick for game winning threes. We've seen him get tip ins. He has made plays at the end of games. A nigga like Harrison Burns ain't never did that. Yeah, and so, so you can't kinda, compare me to that. Yeah, and that's that's kind of where Draymond's coming from. Like, come on, bro, you ain't got to do that to me. Like, I ain't this. And I think Kevin Durant, he had because this this almost shows the one thing I I've seen from Kevin Durant is his maturity. Yeah. He would not have came to Russell Westbrook like that. No. But now he's seeing it. If Russell Westbrook was to do that shit, if he was on the Thunder theoretically, and Russell Westbrook would do this some shit like that, he probably would be like, "Hey, bro, you got to pass me that bitch." Like, he is Kevin Durant, two times two time NBA Finals MVP champion. He know it. You know what I'm saying? And so, while Draymond is saying some shit like that, I'm pretty sure in the locker room, Kevin Durant, like, nigga, y'all would have lost to them niggas again if I didn't come here. But you look you at know the what situation, saying? too, with what we're also saying, we see, like I said, Golden State is organic. It's family-oriented thing. We look at Reggie Jackson. He come from the tree of Oklahoma City. We see how he handled, you know, bad situations. He don't handle them bitches properly. He started to shut down. You see what James Harden do. He started to shut down. Fucking Kevin Durant was yelling at both of them niggas. Yelling at Reggie Jackson. Everybody on OKC was yelling at Reggie Jackson. And that nigga still got a chip on his shoulder. So if you coming from a futile situation like that where everybody in that bitch just speaking their mind, you got a nigga like Russell Westbrook just yelling at people, just looking crazy, snarling and shit. Everybody got weird ideas about shit. In Golden State, Draymond is the only person. Yeah, and I think, shit. and that's another, I think that's another, like, it's so many layers to this shit, but that's another problem, I think. Is that everybody, the team as who plays on the court is tired of the Draymond, is tired of the the Kevin Durant drama and sensitivities and, and working around him. But I think Kevin Durant and maybe even other niggas on the team is tired of hearing Draymond speak. Exactly. He say too much. He say shit all the time. And it's like, all right, bro, we already got a, a one-head coach. You know what I'm saying? You're not even the best nigga on the team. And you talking shit to me all the time. I'm like, and, and, and Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, real laid back. Like, they know Draymond 
He don't got the game. So he gonna speak is he gonna he down like Jimmy Butler. I'm gonna speak, you know, y'all the most talented niggas, but I'm gonna I gotta tell y'all what to do. Like I, I see this shit more than y'all cause y'all y'all so busy scoring and shit. I see this shit. I see the shit we need to do. I'm the intangible guy. And Kevin Durant like, we damn don't need the intangible guy when I'm on the court, nigga. You need to shut that shit shut that shit down, nigga. Like this ain't this ain't your type of shit. And I think with Draymond get suspended, it showed that it showed that the organization wants Kevin Durant more than they want. Yeah. Draymond Green. While on the court, it may look like if Kevin Durant don't play, the Warriors are the Warriors. Like they're the seventy-three yeah. and nine Warriors. But the organization sheet, in order to beat LeBron James, in order for us to win those championships that we was doing, we need Kevin Durant more than we need Draymond Green. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. Let's that. be honest, though. Let's be honest. If Kevin Love and Kyrie are in, are healthy that first, they lose. I disagree. They but lose. They lose. They lose. I disagree. Lose but I feel like I don't think that that statement is is completely true either. I think that the situation isn't about who they want more. I think that they just like we, everybody in the world knows Kevin Durant is sensitive. I feel like they feel like to keep both of them, or if you you know what I'm saying if you keep if you're talking about I'm just saying hypothetically if you're talking about keeping both of them, which one do you feel like you got to cater to more? Kevin Durant, exactly. But I don't feel like it's but but that's, but that's the, not, the view of it might but be that's, that they're catering. Obviously, it might affect them in the wrong way with Draymond. But I think that. If you if you felt like you can get around it and saying suspending you, Draymond, you just ride a line, but we still love you. I think you can push that over to to him more so than Kevin Durant just get caught but, a bitch and don't nothing. But see, happen. and that's the thing. Like they got Kevin Durant torn a new facility. They got Kevin Durant doing all this extra yeah, shit sure. with the team. They really no, they all in on. He's a superstar. Yeah, no, they all in on keeping Kevin Durant here. And when you got a nigga sure. that's. Like you said, the or the Warriors are a family organization. Draymond Green is the budding seed to this shit. If he wouldn't have got that starting role, we don't know what the fuck would have happened. He down there, he down there organically turned the Warriors into what they are. And it's like, damn, y'all turned y'all back on me. But this crying ass nigga who might who still might leave. Like we still that's still a thing. He might still leave. Y'all I don't know if I can fuck with the Warriors at this like that. Draymond's a dude who to me seemed like he is like you. He portrays himself on loyalty. Hey. That didn't look very loyal for no, me. No, I didn't that for way. sure, but no. optimistically speaking, you would hope that he would have enough respect. And not even just respect, but love for, for Steph and Clay to hear them out. In the situation, like, look, that shit really ain't right. Because I don't feel like them niggas <laughs> fuck with KD that much anyway. No, and, and they said Steph went to his house. And Steph was like, look, this is the situation, bro. And since Steph was the only person that can kind of talk to him, he went there and Draymond was kind of like, basically, he knew his wronging and how he approached the situation. But it wasn't a like, hey, I'm, a, I'm sorry for what I said. It's just like, I don't like how that shit came out either. Yeah, and that's why I think niggas on the court, like I said, on the court, I think they took it KD too. Steph Curry sick of tailoring his game around yeah. Kevin Durant. I tailored my shit for you. Now you gotta now you gotta learn who with me. Niggas, you know, I have one one bad game in the finals and you finals MVP when I lit the Cavs up yeah. last year. And it's that like shit, you know, and, that's and Clay, Clay already I said that, though. I told you that last year. Clay he already said straight up, hey bro, like I I ain't tailoring, I ain't taking less shots for Kevin Durant. I'm gonna just shoot I'm gonna play my them niggas already was no, but I don't think it was on the court or in the scheme of things, I don't think it bothers Steph. It's the aftermath of you riding around with LeBron James. You we number one and number two in the league. Steve Kirk dick sucking telling you you the, the best player on the team. Niggas know that shit not true. Yeah. Like, if you watch that, niggas know that. But not Steph true. didn't want him. That's what Steph never wanted KD. And all, the the, and all them niggas. Like, I don't feel like he didn't want him. It just was like I don't need oh. this nigga. And like basketball, I don't need this to nigga. me, basketball is one of those sports where you can't like. I mean, it's sports is like that in general. Like it's competitive. They remember beating them three one. Yeah. They remember coming back from that three one. So they're like Kevin Durant. Like we really got the one on you, my nigga. They all got one more ring than that nigga. They all and that's some shit that niggas. Basketball players talk about like when they talk shit to each other. Jordan talks shit to everybody. I beat Charles Barkley. That's some shit that niggas do, especially when they come on the court. So I'm pretty sure like 
Steph competitive dude. He like, hey, look, you know, he probably with Draymond Green. Like, yeah, we know KD weak, bro. But, you know, we just got to finish out this year, bro. If he stay here now, you know what I'm saying? Then we just beat him again. You know what I'm saying? Fuck I don't give a fuck what that nigga do. I'm pretty sure they said the same shit to Brian. Like, if Brian was there, they probably talk shit to that nigga, too. Like, Brian, you know what I'm saying? We've we been busting your ass for years, nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's just shit that it's the I, way shit go. Honestly, Draymond could be forcing them out because Draymond wants to get paid. You can't pay all of them the max. I don't like, I, I think that's. Nah. That it, it may like I can see that, but that's more like theory than like. Yeah, that's that's my theory. But that just seemed like a big ass scheme and risking <laughs> another championship and doing that. Man, look, man, they gonna they definitely they can have no chemistry and go out there. They gonna win this championship coming up. Everybody help. I ain't gonna lie, I don't know about that. Who's Do gonna it, beat the And Warriors? that's the transition into the next thing. Carmelo Anthony is he's almost about to be out there. Like he down there look like an, a toy that cannot be played with no more. This nigga like Woody when his arm got tore off. This nigga, Carmelo Anthony not being able to play with the Rockets, which is the team that we all felt like if they would have had maybe a Carmelo Anthony, then they would have had another chance. Mike D'Antoni don't get along. They They don't get along. He was stupid for going there. And it's like, I don't know. It's like now the NBA, it seems like all these teams... You take off the Carmelo Anthony and you just like the the Thunder the Thunder looks straight. Even though Westbrook not playing and they still look straight without that nigga. Take off the Carmelo Anthony on that team. They look pretty good. The Rockets was playing awful. You take the Carmelo Anthony off that team. And now it's like, even though that might not be true, when niggas see that, the Lakers not gonna pick that nigga up. No. Uh Denver not gonna pick that nigga up. The Trailblazers might pick that nigga up, but I mean, they got their own problem to deal with at the yeah, small four position. They just stay in such a, a bad spot cap wise that it's usually got to take risk with that shit. You yeah. Know what I'm you, well, he ain't going to cost that much for the No, cap. but that's what I'm saying. They don't have no other options. They can't go get nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Even next year, they still got Myers Leonard under contract, Mo Harkless under contract. Evan Turner, you, you don't have nothing you can do next year. So it's like, shit, we might as well take a risk on a, a bum ass Carmelo Anthony. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. So it's like, niggas kind of. What do y'all think about this mellow shit, bro? Like, it, is it him? Is it the teams? Is he gone? As much as it saddens me to say this, and I sent my, my ACTs to the Syracuse. Carmelo Anthony has been one of my favorite players for as long as I can remember. Going back to Oak Hill, Syracuse days for sure. Denver, guy still got the Nuggets jersey, hat and all that shit, had mellow shoes. Carmelo Anthony is a cancer. Mm. And that shit is tough for me to say. He has not evolved his game, and the way and y'all talk about this, you know what I'm saying? Y'all spoke about this with the Terry Rozier situation and how y'all think the the morale of the team is gonna get broken from people being upset. I don't necessarily agree with it with Terry Rozier. I think that they have other issues, more so Gordon Hayward. But I'm watching Carmelo Anthony just not accept his role at all, and in a manner of like you, you he just can't get over himself. And it's, it's unfortunate. I've seen Paul Pierce talking about it, Chauncey talking about it the other day. I think it was yesterday on ESPN. And they was talking about the falling from graces is not about how many touches you get. It's, it's more like, you know what I'm saying, like Mitch said in Payton Ford, are the fans still going to love me? Am I still going to be this guy? Am I still going to be, you know, renowned in, in a way where it's like it's, it's something next to my name when you say it? I feel like that's what his biggest issue is. Because if we're purely talking about basketball, everybody's kind of tried to accommodate Carmelo Anthony by telling him to go to the bench. It's like, I can't have you playing with my two best players because I know how you play. You need to fill the ball. You need to do these things. You know what I'm saying? Okay, see, they don't really necessarily do that because they tried to force him in the starting lineup, and we had him see – we seen him as a spot-up shooter. It did work at all. That's never been Melo's game. Mm-hmm. But we saw him this year and towards the end of last year when he was on the bench. It's like, all right, it's supposed to be your time. You playing with who, – who are these people? Why can't you just go get a bucket? And it's just mentally 
he's not prepared for that. Physically, I don't think he's there either, but it's just like mentally, he don't want to accept I'm not the, the marquee player no more. It's not my name that they come to see tonight. Yeah. And it's hard for him to, to get that it's, and just get into a team. It's weird because, like, on one side, we can see Derrick Rose really flourish in the role of six man. Like, it took him a while, though. It took him a while, but and it just took him the right spot. But it's like Derrick Rose is looking like first candidate to be six man a year. But I, don't, I don't even think it was the spot. I think that Derrick Rose, like he said, one thing that stuck out to me is important. And I, I, I didn't watch a lot of his videos. I had kind of given up on Derrick Rose at one point because of the same shit we're talking about. I felt like I watched him fortunate in games a lot. Mm-hmm. I would see him playing and just be like, damn, you know, you, you kind of fucking up the rhythm of the game. You know what I'm saying? You're not really playing bad, but I see you score twice and you miss a couple times, but it's like you probably should have passed it to the corner. You just play basketball instead of trying to get yours. But he came out right before he had that 50-point game and he said, I can still play basketball. I've been playing good, but I don't want to force it. I want to play and do what this team needs me to do. Carmelo Anthony ain't try- not trying to do that. Yeah. He's saying it, but, but no, he's not trying but to do But that's it. the thing. I think Carmelo Anthony is, in a way, trying to do it because he he's taking less long twos. Yeah. He he's he passing a little bit more, but that's just not who Carmelo yes. Anthony is. They want altering himself is not good for him. Yeah, and that's I think that's the problem. And it's it's a problem that I've been projecting on the Carmelo Anthony. Lando has projected on the Carmelo Anthony. It's the problem that roots inside of Carmelo Anthony. He was drafted in two thousand three. Dwayne Wade, LeBron James were drafted, and they just look like better players, and they they continue to look like better players. And Dwayne Wade is able to fit in his role, and, and LeBron James is fitting in roles, and and. And that none of this is Melo's fault. Where he was drafted, who his draft class, who he play around, his friends. But it's like the fact that he was. We always put Melo into a, a. He not LeBron James. He not this nigga. But he is Carmelo Anthony, and teams are trying not to make him Carmelo Anthony no more. And it's just I think to, to looking that, though, weird. It's like it's what I think his situation should be most compared to is Joe Johnson. When Joe Johnson went to like Utah, and he was like the the closer for those teams. I think that. Might not be an opportunity out there or, or a position or a place perfect fit that we can put him in that spot. Carmelo Anthony has to be in one of those kind of situations. Like, I can just get the ball when I need to, get it in these spots. Kind of how Paul Pierce was in Washington. You know, you guys can do your thing, but it doesn't seem like he won't accept that. Yeah, because that, because in basketball now, that role cannot start. No, I think, I think physically he took a look. No, that, if, you, if you look at D-Wade, look at LeBron, they still in great no, That's what I was going to say. That's, that's something that I, I don't agree with either as far as comparing those guys. And that's why I said Joe Johnson, because as far as looking at D-Wade, D-Wade can still do all the same stuff he could do 50 mm, years yeah. ago. It's just not at a consistent level. He can't do it every night. Mm, but right. Melo Anthony cannot do the he same trains, thing. He trains consistently hard, man. I just don't like, no, don't I'm like I've been hampering on Melo about that for sure the yeah, last couple of years. He's been pudgy his whole career. Yeah. Even when he lost weight for like one year, and I know people had a lot of PD rumors. That was when him and LeBron both lost a lot of random weight, you know, which we don't know what that was about. But Melo has been a pudgy guy his whole career. Does I, for whatever reason, there's two people I've always compared these guys. You know, I used to call them my uncles when I was a kid. Carmelo Anthony and Fabulous have not aged well, and it just seemed like they got off on trying to be too cool. Yeah, like I think coolness was their thing. Mello, Joe Johnson too. You just want to be cool. Melo, no, like cause his reasoning for not getting on the banana boat was I don't want the media talking about yeah, me looking no silly on the boat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that's his whole persona here on out. And it's kind of weird because in, in New York, he wasn't that bad. He It's not as bad as he is now. And that's only, what, like three years ago? Man. He he looked... He, he did looked, have a knee injury at the end of that. Yeah, he just looked awful right now. Like He looked like he just can't... It's just like the the league done aged to that Man, nigga out this way. He baby, lost his wife for a while. Melo just been going through it. He yeah. was in the badass New York team. He just had a, a, a rough last couple of years. And he ain't made it no better on himself. 
Honestly, I think if he go to Philly or Miami, I think that'd be good. Him staying on the East Coast, that'd probably be better for him. For sure. Yeah. I think Miami would be a good place too because they kind of are almost in the situation of what I was talking about with the Utah team, the Hatcho Johnson. Got a bunch of young players. They're probably going to be a playoff team. They would need somebody now because right now we're just seeing a bunch of Josh Richardson. And as much as he is a great player, he's not a veteran. He don't always see the game well. Melo knows how to get on the block and go get a bucket when he wants to. Yeah. So, you know, and in that team, you got a bunch of defenders, so you ain't got to worry about playing defense. Well, that's, Eric Spolstra going to make him play defense, though. That's the only thing about going to Miami. There ain't going to be no cakewalk. You're going to work down there. Yeah. Pat Riley's going to work. work yeah. it's, I don't know. Like, with Landon Spasamelo, I don't know. But I do just hope he lands somewhere on his feet. Because I know it's still a team that needs a Carmelo Anthony. Like, he ain't this trash. Like, the it's only we only 15. It's like we only 15 games this season. They wave. The Rockets waving, niggas. It's like, come on, y'all. It ain't that. He ain't that. You got James for sure a scapegoat in this situation. He's not why the Rockets was bad. Yeah, you got James Ennis out here playing minutes. Yeah, there's no way James Ennis should be playing over Melo. Honestly, I think Dwayne Casey could find a role for him here. He just sure. have to want to accept the role. And that, like you said, that's the thing with Melo. He just have to want to accept it. He definitely could start small forward there though. So. No, I don't want that nigga starting. I wouldn't mind. Like if he, honestly, if he could play under control and not take as many bad shots, only reason and I play would. in the block. He will be okay. The reason I would say I wouldn't have a mile with Melo starting and just being a Detroit Pistons because we lack ball handlers. Like Melo, not the greatest ball handler, but he can score without somebody setting him up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can still push the ball up. He ain't gonna get ripped yeah. and no shit like that. But like know. Stanley Johnson, he looked like Draymond bumbling the ball, but he started dribbling uh, too much. Uh, Johnson, um, Jimmy Butler. Oh man, I forgot all about Jimmy Butler, dog. So Jimmy Butler. Finally got his wish granted. Finally got his wish granted. Uh, he's on Philly with with another young core. Uh, kind of, they, they looked a little weird yesterday against the Magic. Mm. I'm talking about from his core. Yeah. Mm. I see. Beat is for sure better than Cat. That is. And but ben this, Simmons is more mm. consistent than Andrew Wiggins. Like, I don't that like is. what they can do. He That is also true. And, and I, I really just feel like Jimmy Butler. I was telling him to be nice the other day. He just didn't like Karate Tom. Yeah. He wanted. He really wanted Joel Embiid. Like he wanted Carl Towns to be Joel Embiid, and sometimes Carl Towns can be Joel Embiid. But Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid well, all the Carlton time. Towns is a lot of Dwight Howard. Yeah, and that's a bad thing. And like it's just a big soft nigga, big silly guy. You want to laugh, smile. You play Andrew Wiggins just weak, friends. but he. I think he just knew Andrew Wiggins was weak. But it's like he, you know, what I'm saying this is my nigga. Like he just a little weak nigga. But he ain't no, uh, you know. Carl and Time, you supposed to be the drive for like I, I, it's supposed to be me and you. Yeah, Wiggins supposed to be the best nigga on this team. Yeah, and so now he you don't look like it every night. And that's, some nights I look better than you. Sometimes we just look better. Than you <laughs> yeah, sometimes that bro, that night fifty points look better than your ass. So I was like, you ain't. And so he had to get him out of there. And then he started complaining about the minutes. And you know, Thibodeau loves his minutes. He like to play as many minutes as possible. Robert Covington just got on Minnesota. He played forty one minutes yesterday. So that's just he off the plane, nigga. You got the nigga playing forty one minutes. That's crazy. Um, but in the Philly situation, you hear Stephen A. Smith. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, oh yeah, you know Philly, right? Philly didn't. That don't look good. No, it's gonna be a problem too, cause he's gonna get on uh, folks for missing throws. He's gonna get on Ben Simmons for not shooting. It's gonna turn to the same situation, cause that's the thing. Jimmy Butler is a late round pick, and that's the stuff he used to be saying. Yeah, hard work. And he's talking like, bro, I was picked in a late round, and I can do this. Y'all first round picks, I can't do this. Like you can see the way he was talking about folks, and when they was interviewing him, something is wrong. I think something's wrong with Markel folks. Yeah. I think it's the shade of you see Jason Tatum, and if you would have flip flopped to Jason Tatum, would they would be hooping right now if they had Jason Tatum instead of Markel folks? 
And then I, I think, think it's just and it's something wrong. Like the movements he do, the way he pump faking free throws. They showed a video of him in practice pump faking free throws. It's like, what's up with this nigga? Like, it just, look like he got like a twitch. I think he got nerve damage. It look like he got like a twitch. I like he, the ball. like he did drugs shit. or something. I think Jimmy Butler, he liked to like hang around the young dudes and like down there. He liked to mentor niggas. I don't think he can mentor no nigga like that. I, I think, think he's going to end up breaking that nigga even further. I think he's going to end up just going off at practice. He's going to get on this semester not shooting. I can just I can see the same thing happening in Minnesota. It's like yesterday you see Joel and B triple double. He was hooping. He was doing exactly what he do. Ben Simmons looked like he just like he didn't look like Melo in the sense that that nigga look like his basketball game don't work when certain niggas in the game. Like if, if like I, I I've been preaching this all season without Elias Sullivan and Bellinelli. Ben Simmons wouldn't have been doing shit. He was them the only niggas that was making shots off his passes, and they was just making threes, and that's how they they would they would extend leads like that. Cause he can pass, and he can get to the basket. But with Jimmy Butler on the court, Jimmy Butler can also pass and get to the basket. He can't really probably dribble as much as Ben Simmons, but he can pass and get to the basket. And if if you got two niggas, if you got three niggas on the court, Joel Embiid, who right is their second best shooter on the team other than JJ Reddick. You got him, Ben Simmons. And Jimmy Butler are really Bruce trying Taylor to... Is starting to get healthy. He a decent shooter. He a decent shooter. But they got all them niggas trying to get to the basket all the time. It's not going to look... No, they go, they, they going to make another trade. They have to. They have they're to. Too weak at, they're too light at small forward. They really don't got a lot of depth right now. So they got to make a move. They got to. to go get some, somebody. Obviously, somebody's going to you know, come out of the the, the well wishes and you know well-beings of certain teams. So the trademark going to open up. And I, I still think they're going to be in it. I think that Stephen A. need to dial back with you see Akawa Leonard playing. Boston got way too much talent to not figure this shit out to some degree. He just need to, to, to pull back on that yeah, shit. Yeah, he got to calm down because they look like they can't compete with Milwaukee right now. Yeah, just, and, I, and I'm just basing that off the Magic game, and that's some weird shit, but the Magic not really that good at all. Yeah. I'm and just even, even not basing The Magic will be in the playoffs right now, though. They play hard. I mean, yeah, but still, it's like they play hard. Though. They can't beat Kawhi. Like Kawhi and them niggas yesterday. Even and the Pistons look good. We we not a bad team, so I can't even say like, uh, you know, they beat a bad. They beat a pretty decent Pistons team, mm-hmm. and like, and they had some problems. They or somebody didn't play, or they were starting. They were starting Jonathan Chum. Like they still got so many rotational issues. Yeah, so it's like shit like that that they can just figure out and be good, and still have Kawhi Leonard, who probably the best player in the East, Milwaukee, very good. Giannis is very dominant. It's a situation if you talking about like. Matchups and shit like Ben Simmons can't fuck with Giannis. Yeah, and he can't shoot. And Ben Simmons defense. You gotta get a week or two to play with each other. No, for sure. I'm not. Yeah. I just like I said. I just think the the Stephen A. Smith shit was a blown way out of proportion. Like the we'll see him calling teams out just because he got Jimmy Butler. I don't think Jimmy Butler's gonna have that much of it. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see Jimmy Butler as like a nigga that's like. Like, he would have changed the Rockets for sure because he would have been where James Ennis is at and anybody who has a jersey on no, is better than the, James Ennis. He's going to change the Sixers in the aspect of how they got beat in the playoffs. That shit ain't going to ever happen. I will say this. The last game I seen Jimmy Butler play against the Warriors, he was balling. Yeah. No, no, individually. But what, yeah. what me and Austin are saying is you lose Sark, that's when he was shooting. Yeah. They ain't even let Sark play good. Yeah, they ain't, they ain't even, even let him go for it. Covington is a great defender and three-point shooter, but he don't need a ball. So he keeps. Kind of compels to what Ben Simmons needs. Yeah. Jimmy Butler not that type of player to just yeah. mess with him perfectly. So like I said, this is something that's in the works, and you got to see another move, and probably just a down the line. And they might need another coach too, because that's what's gonna be the. Point. That's why Jimmy <laughs> Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Butler's gonna run the team. <laughs> they might need another coach. They, that other day where Joel and B hit like three threes, and then coach subbed that nigga out. And it's like that's very weird for you to do that, like. Like, we don't got to cuddle and beat no more. He might get hurt, he might not. Let that nigga hoop, but yeah. taking niggas out the game when they hot is just some stupid shit to do. 
So, but I mean, I hope the East do look a little bit more exciting. It's crazy, man. I seen somebody say that, man. Brown keep ducking the more powerful conference. How is he doing this? <laughs> What's up with this nigga, bro? He's he saying better than He's he more competitive. He was out with this nigga. <laughs> that is a good duck. He ducking, man. We out this bitch. He said that shit getting high. Fuck that. He's seen it, bro. Brian seen it. That that seven game series against the Celtics is like, all right, I'm these little niggas is getting too far with me, and I can't do that shit no more. I can't do no shit like that no more. Nigga, man. man, the Bulls even straight enough. It's Zach Levine get going. It's like no, ah, the, West, the West is still better than the East. It is, but it's yeah. just it's the East. He nah, can fuck on and lose. Heavy, nah, the top heavy, the top, the East better for sure. If you, you know, fuck on, who better than the Warriors? If you fuck, We're not talking about one. I'm saying the top four teams in the East better than the top four teams in the West. I think you fuck around. If he would have fuck around and. And go back to the, the east. east or the west. The west. The Rockets. The... I still put the Rockets over the team. I think in the seven game series, I, I still give them outside of Boston and Toronto. I, I, I would give them a chance. See outside, that's two of the top four teams. That's half the team right there. Yeah. The Raptors could probably be anybody in the that's west right now. Teams we think got like, a legit shot at winning the championship. We gotta see the matchup. If you ask team. people right now, who do they think can win the championship, excluding the Lakers, because LeBron James got a coat, like we can't have his name mentioned. This is gonna be too many niggas saying that dumbass shit. Who would they they think can win the championship? It's three teams you're gonna hear. Well, maybe four. You might hear a couple of dumbass niggas who still saying the Rockets. They obviously don't watch enough basketball. Go hear Warriors, Boston, Toronto. Mm-hmm. Then the three. Most if you even ask who going to the finals, it's probably gonna be Raptors, yeah. Raptors, Warriors, Boston Warriors. So it's like. I mean the Pelicans. I don't even know if they top four. No, the Pelicans. They didn't never fall off. They look a little. But they look a little shaky see, right now. But they ain't got but, a point guard. But that's because they they playing against each other in the West more. I just think if you put the top teams against the West, if you if they when they start playing the Eastern team, you are gonna see the difference. You gonna see them stand out. One team I will will say this just just really like not living up to to the Jazz. No, I'm not for the Jazz. Not injuries too. Donovan Mitchell's been kind of hurt. Like they ain't living up to yeah, it, though. They, they ain't. They ain't. They ain't on the flip side, Indiana. Indiana not really looking like what I thought they were going to look like. Tyreek Evans, he ain't doing shit. They ain't, they ain't letting them do shit. They only run. They down there. Me and to be nice to play 2K, and they play like a professional 2K team. They have one nigga, and they run pick and roll all day yeah. for Victor Oladipo. And they paid this nigga, Miles Turner, $80 million to set screens at the top of the key. And then let Sabonis come off the bench and dominate. Hey, man, low-key not that bad. And when you consider that Tristan Thompson got paid me to be an offensive rebound, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Miles trying to do a lot more things. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, though. Draws on their ass, though. He very ass. Really but he no might hit a three. You know. Man, I think like you can have another nigga set a screen for a nigga. They could just have some bonus set on the screen. Then you got, then you actually got pick and roll. This nigga, you know, I turn on touch that bitch off pick and roll. He just yes. pick. <laughs> the Indiana is pretty disappointing this year. There's been a few disappointing teams in the West. Oh, you know, oh, in the West? Man. Yeah, yeah the Spurs been disappointing. Yeah, the Spurs got off hot. They beat the Lakers, and now they looking pretty yeah, trash. Up to the Wizards. No, them niggas trash. Woo! They don't take a They needed the white back. <laughs> we did say that, bro. They needed the white back. niggas garbage. Scott Brooks about to get fired. That was a... Like, that's okay. just, hey, hey. Uh, that's hey, a shit. Shout out to John Wall. Hey. Shout out to John Wall for saying that shit, bro. Washington, man. Andre Drummond would look real good in the jersey. Man. Yeah. Send John Wall. Send John Wall. Send John Wall. Andre Drummond, John Wall. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do. Because you know them 2020 games ain't shit. You know that it's shit. Really, it's really, it's really, it's really, it's some bullshit games. <laughs> no, nah, I'm straight on Wall, man. 
I'm straight on Wall. I don't like the way you do. I don't like the way no, you. No, because they no. Listen, listen, listen. I, I John Wall be great here. You know why? It's no clubs like that in Detroit where John Wall would be at. Yeah. It'd be strip clubs. It'd be strip clubs. But John Wall at the party. Like DC got a lot of party spots. That's why he. That's why he be mad. Like yeah, I just let the gym man niggas mad at me because I can't. I, I leave the gym. I go to a club. Man, that shit not cool. They got clubs out. Nah, he don't need to come here. He's too old to be going to clubs. Twenty nine gonna be worn out. Nah, he ain't gonna like that. He ain't gonna like one. He ain't gonna like Mr. B. Something more like a bar. It ain't really like a club. It's just like a bar where niggas go social. He's gonna be at the strip club. He's gonna be at the strip club, but you can't really. He like to. I think John Wall like to dance and shit. You yeah. see, he do the John. He that can't happen at the. He ain't just a sit in the booth type yeah, nigga. Let he that, is. Let that dancing ass nigga stay in DC, man. <laughs> oh, you talking about dancing niggas? Have you seen the Andre Drummond video? Oh, you, you seen him too old? Yeah, I seen that shit. <laughs> that and we can't have no shit like that. We got a nigga that's down there on this nigga. We got a nigga that's in. Talk about he got real estate in the nigga you mind. You should hear G Nice talk about this nigga when he watching nigga. He hate that nigga. That's oh, the softest sure nigga on the planet to him. Like he he, he all this size six eleven seven feet of what he is. And they just let motherfuckers push him all out the paint. He just why you put the ball in the hoop? <laughs> <laughs> <It's impossible. laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> That's but what, I will say this. Listen, you seen this nigga shooting three? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Ooh. the young big man. And that's Perry, me, when me and Perry went to the Cleveland game, he practiced shooting threes for about 25, 30 minutes. But look, I'm going to take the young, that's big man clearly. with potential over with John Wall. John Wall has not lived up to the hype to me. Like G-Nice will also say, he ain't getting – I tried to explain to him, like, look, you know, I was trying to defend him at first. I'm like, Andre Drummond, he kind of, you know, juvenile. He, he ain't got a maturity to him. He's still a little kid, like a big-ass, goofy kid. That's all he is. But – like G Nice said, he ain't getting paid like 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 a little kid. <laughs> he ain't like a grown ass man. He not. He not. He not. But he, he hasn't had paid. he hasn't had a strong culture to now. now he he got a strong ain't getting paid like a I think man. I, w- I, w- I would take Andre Drummond upside down the line than the John Walls. That's just me. I think you just like ain't gonna lie. It was a trash. It ain't too much that's different between right now Andre Drummond like Willie Pauley's time. No, come on, man. He better than Willie Collins. Twenty two. You definitely get twenty twenty. No matter if twenty twenty, you get twenty twenty. I rather had a, the twenty five ten John Wall can twenty five twelve John Wall can give me the twenty twenty. The twenty twenty drama. We still in the ninety nine ninety nine game. I'm, I'm straight on Wall. I'm gonna say this. Gonna be crazy only problem I got with only problem. Only problem I got with Andre's gonna be crazy. Only problem I got with Andre Drummond is when he play against any elite big. He yeah. just get outshined. Yeah. Like you say, he don't even hit the 2020. Like, <laughs> <laughs> be like 14. The so there's even worse right there. The worst thing with John Wall is that he the best player on his team. He don't need to be that. He wouldn't be that if he can't. And the worst thing is he can't play defense. But can't no guard play defense. So it's like, it's all, oh, we, it's Smith can't oh, play defense. Like or Jackson John, can't play John defense. Wall, mental. His you mental fucking Reggie there. Jackson. You talking oh. about some motherfucking mental. Reggie Jackson at least plays hard, baby. That was hard. No, he did. He was a call right afterwards. Austin, why are they Bro, like they like three and one thirteen? He came back uh, and played with a broken wrist in the playoffs against Atlanta. And Atlanta was still, still busting their ass. John Wall good. He was tired as hell against Boston. That nigga didn't come off the floor. John Wall play hard, bro. He, he play hard. Reggie Jackson got fucking tendonitis. Niggas don't even know what tendonitis is. That's saying. Pain you know who overrated song. now? Who is overrated because he got a lot of money? Mike Conley is overrated. He got Shelvin Mack hooping better than that nigga off the bench and shit like Yo, that. Mike Conley, he got old, injury, though, that nigga old man. He weak, the nigga had to shave awesome. his heel down. Michael Conley was in the 2005 NCAA tournament championship off the league. That nigga's just old, man. Like I can't take that from him. John Wall, I thought he was gonna be a lot better than this man, but I told y'all the Wizards was gonna be trash. Oh, he wasn't in 2005. 
Who had to be 06? Class was like 07. It had to be 06. When Greg Oden came out? Greg Oden came out the same time as 07. 07, okay. That's still, that's about 11 years ago. Yeah, he old, man. <laughs> that ain't his fault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, older than that, nigga. Yeah, why are you hooping better yeah, than that? He just had like 10 points tonight. He did. But he had like seven, he, he had like seven points. He would have had more points. Jay's just had fucking 23 points down there. Yeah, man, he got fucking to put on that nigga, man. hitting threes. We don't even know who the fuck that no, is. No, the Warriors are broken right now because of Draymond. So. Oh, Steph Curry just ain't playing that. Lando, it was definitely Steph Curry would have played. It was a time. It was a point in game in the game where they had Quinn Cook, Alfonso McKinney, Jacob Evans, Jordan Bell, and Kevin Looney. Who is Jacob Evans? I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) What do we look like? Hey, Steve Curry's supposed to be a great coach, man. Coach him up. All right, I got a question. Two last last two questions. Who do Vince Carter play for? Atlanta Hawks. Who do Jared Dudley play for? Brooklyn, right? Okay. Who does Zach Randolph play for? Sacramento. No, he don't play. No, I think he still play for. He play. Oh, he do play for Sacramento. He do. He do. I see him on FanDuel. He just don't play. Uh, all right, man. That's about it. That's the only like real old niggas that I really. It's another old nigga I know. Name five Dallas Mavericks. No Dirk Nowitzki. I can't. Oh, you can't. Junior. That's one. You know, Tom. Just try to do it. Bars. Okay, that's two. That's two. Woo. Uh, DeAndre Jordan. Okay. That's three. That's three. JJ Perrell. Yeah, you okay. do play with them nigga. Damn, I gotta get one more. You said no dirt. No dirt. And you ain't play. He ain't play all season for them niggas. Shit, I gotta get You know, it's two of that niggas that you know you know. You just don't know they play for the Mavericks. Ooh, I got one more. Damn, I'm trying to think of Dallas. That one nigga from Memphis went there. Do he still go there? No, fuck. One nigga from I don't Memphis. know. I, 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 hey, I got four. Well, no, they just drafted Luka Doncic. They just drafted and oh, Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews. That's how I knew he. I knew yeah, he I knew knew Wesley Matthews. He just did. Yeah, he just don't. He just don't know that nigga. He I just don't know he played. I didn't know he played for Dallas. Yeah. Oh man, so now, I came close. You didn't get close. <laughs> I had Dirk. That's a little bit better than I thought you would have done. You pulled it. Pulled the JJ Barrell one. Yeah, that was kind of. I, didn't expect I that. seen a nigga on fans doing. Like, <laughs> started to pick his ass up. Like, damn, JJ showed me some old magic, dog. All right, man, that's it for this episode, man. Pretty good episode, man. Started a lot of discussions, man. Them real civil. If you like, don't forget to leave a like on Twitter, man. Retweet the link where you see it. Like us on SoundCloud. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rate. Give us a review. And and subscribe to the podcast. Why don't you? Thanks for listening. Have a nice